Welcome to episode 14 of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. A message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Dietz and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. I'm a regular army chaplain with a biblical Christian worldview. But whatever your own particular viewpoint on faith in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed for all to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable each of us to play our full part in the shared business of defence. Now this episode of the Padres podcast is the second of a seven-part series looking at what are famously known as the seven deadly sins. No doubt you might have heard of them, but if you're anything like me, I suspect you'd struggle to list them all in a pub quiz, let alone know where the list came from or what they really mean. So let's get the list out there straight off. They are pride, envy, anger, gluttony, lust, greed and sloth. Last episode, we had a look at pride and realised that we all need to get ourselves off the pride pedestal before we get hoiked off by someone else and maintain the solid ground down below called humility. In the intro to the first episode in this current series, I tackled the obvious question, what is a sin and what on earth can make it deadly? I said the word sin is an often misunderstood term, which has come to mean all sorts of things in our day and age. Popular culture uses the term sin for anything which is naughty but nice, from someone, something as innocuous as a cream cake to, well, all the way up to the heinous crime of murder. And at its heart, I explain that the word sin simply means to miss the mark or fall short of the target, drawn from the Hebrew word chatar in the Old Testament, which means exactly that, to fall short or outside of God's healthy boundaries for human flourishing. So if you take someone else's life in murder, well, it's obvious that falls short of God's original design for humankind, which is that we should live alongside one another and flourish, not do mortal harm to one another and fail. That's the biblical idea of sin. And let's face it, none of us likes to miss the mark in any target practice. I asked too why this list and why are these particular seven sins, these seven examples of where humankind is prone to falling short, why are these seven sins described as deadly? Well, the answer I gave pointed back to Thomas Aquinas in the 13th century, who studied these seven human vices or sins and concluded that these particular seven bad habits, whilst they look attractive on the outside, on the inside, they lead ultimately to the destruction of the human soul, which, let's face it, is pretty deadly, hence the seven deadly sins. Okay, let's crack straight on with number two on the list, envy. A bit like deadly sin number one, pride, envy is a word that means different things to different people in the 21st century, and not all of them appear negative. Oh Padre, I really envy your car, you might say, but it's unlikely. Or, Padre, I really envy your dashing good looks. Even more unlikely. But you get the point. Envy is often used as a modern-day substitute word for like, hinting that you'd like to own something that I have, or to be like me in some way. But that's not really envy. 
when the word is used in that way, it's more like admiration, which is a perfectly healthy thing. So let's turn to Google for a definition, a dictionary definition of the deadly sin number two, envy, and see how it's defined. Well, envy, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, is the desire to have a quality, possession, or other desirable thing belonging to someone else. Well, that works for me as a definition. Inherent in envy is a desire, often a deep desire to possess something that you're lacking, be it a thing, a lifestyle, an image, whatever it is, someone else has got it and you desperately want it for yourself. Now, I've said there's nothing wrong with admiring someone else, their style, their status, their standing or their stuff, four good S's there. But it's something else to be gripped by a deep desire to possess such a thing and to go out of your way to get it, whatever the cost. And that's destructive, that's dangerous and that's envy. Well, as I do, I next turned to biblehub.com and tapped our word envy into the search engine. This time, 61 results came back from the Old and the New Testaments. And this one from the Old Testament book of Proverbs caught my eye. Proverbs 14 verse 30 says this, A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Envy is like cancer in the bones. And that's strong, isn't it? It points to the heart as the Bible so often does, and suggests that if you have envy issues, well, you're just not going to have peace in your heart. And I totally agree with that. Now, interestingly, in that proverb, chapter 14, verse 30, and in other verses I looked at, the word envy, kinar in Hebrew, is also translated as jealousy. And that makes sense, because jealousy and envy are related. Another old English word used is zeal, and that hints at the response of others' envy, which is to get protective, i.e. zealous, to stop someone, someone having what you've got, and that too can be pretty destructive. Now in the book of Genesis, the first book in the Bible, Isaac, Abraham's son, grew in prosperity through sheer hard work, and by all accounts, and let others become envious of him. This is the story in Genesis chapter 26, and reading from verse 12, it says this. Now Isaac sowed seed in the land, and that very year he reaped a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him, and he became richer and richer, until he was exceedingly wealthy. He owned so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So the Philistines took dirt and stopped up all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Abraham. Well, you can read on in that story, but you probably know that for a thousand years, the Philistines remained the enemies of the Israelites until David, as a shepherd boy, killed the Philistines' greatest warrior, Goliath, with just a single slingshot, one of the five smooth stones that he had. Envy lasts. And as I've already said, it is always entirely destructive for the one who is consumed by it and for those who are unfortunate enough to be in their wake. What about the New Testament? Well, Jesus, as recorded in Mark's Gospel, went on to attack envy, amongst other vices, with the point that the human heart should be the focus for good, healthy emotions such as love and compassion and joy and peace. 
We've heard of that in the Proverbs, didn't we, earlier? But he absolutely went after the bad stuff. Here in Mark's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 20, it says this. Jesus continued, What comes out of a man, that is what defiles him. For from within the heart of men come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, debauchery, envy, slander, arrogance and foolishness. All these evils come from within and these are what defile a man. So there's no wonder that envy is one of the seven deadly sins. Christ himself called it evil and said that alongside a whole list of other evils, envy defiles the human heart, be it male or female. Well, we're going to turn now to a Bible reading from the Old Testament book of Psalms and Psalm 37, which talks about envy and how to overcome it. I've chosen the Living Bible as a contemporary translation of this psalm. I just like the way it is plain speaking and goes straight to the point. And after the reading, I'll offer three takeaways as to how we can overcome this second of the seven deadly sins, envy. The Bible reading is taken from the Old Testament, the book of Psalms, the 37th Psalm, the reading from verse 1, seven deadly sins, number two, envy. Never envy the wicked. Soon they fade away like grass and disappear. Trust in the Lord instead. Be kind and good to others, then you will live safely in the land and prosper, being nourished in safety. Be delighted with the Lord, then he will give you all your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him to help you do it, and he will. Your innocence will be clear to everyone. He will vindicate you with the blazing light of justice shining down, as from the noon noonday sun. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him to act, don't be envious of evil men who prosper. Stop your anger, turn off your wrath, do not fret and worry, it only leads to harm. For the wicked shall be destroyed, but those who trust the Lord shall be given every blessing. Only a little while and the wicked shall disappear. You will look for them in vain, but all who humble themselves before the Lord shall be given every blessing and shall have wonderful peace. The Lord is laughing at those who plot against the godly, for he knows their judgment day is coming. Evil men take aim to slay the poor. They are ready to butcher those who do right, but their swords will be plunged into their own hearts and all their weapons will be broken. It is better to have little and be godly than to own an evil man's wealth, for the strength of evil men shall be broken, but the Lord takes care of those he has forgiven. This is the word of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. that's a strong reading from the Old Testament book of Psalms read there by Trooper King one of our trainees here at the CMC and what a great job he did. So what are the Padres three takeaways for this second episode in the series of the Padres podcast looking at the seven deadly sins number two envy. Well takeaway number one is this I have to say I love the Psalms they're straight talking meaningful cries from the heart like voice notes straight to God Almighty from the heart of humanity. King David wrote many of them, including Psalm 37, 
and he should know about enemies being envious of him. King Saul, his predecessor, spent nearly 10 years trying to get David killed, jealous as he was of David's military prowess and his heart for God. The point is this, if a man like King David can pen a psalm like Psalm 37 and say in the opening line, never envy the wicked, soon they fade away like grass and disappear, trust in the Lord instead, well, he should know and we should take notice too. Takeaway number two. The thing about envy, as we saw in the Google definition and the biblical Hebrew word kinah, is that there is no positive side to wanting to possess another person's possessions, be it their looks, their loot or their lot in life. It's an empty and indeed evil desire. But what is at the root of it? If you think about it, if you're envious of others, it's because you're not satisfied with yourself so much better to recognise that we are each gifted unique talents, resources and positions in life where God desires for us to thrive as who we are, to love him and to serve him, principally by loving our neighbours as ourselves. Envy throws cold water on our own spiritual fire and it quenches the fire of others too. So takeaway number two, stamp out the consuming fire of envy, which is evil, and replace it with admiration, the desire for others' success, which is loving and kind and better by far. Finally, takeaway number three. Of course, the hardest thing to deal with perhaps is when others are envious of you. You don't ask for their envy. Chances are you're just doing a good job, keeping your head down and your nose clean and, well, getting on with being the best version of you that you can be. And yet others can get jealous, envious of who you are and how you perform. How do you deal with that? Well, if King David is any kind of example, the first thing is that you don't bite back. David, when he was in hiding from King Saul, could on one occasion have killed Saul, but he didn't. No, he showed restraint and integrity, and God saw his composure and his cool-headedness, and he was rewarded in due time. Be like David. Bless those, Jesus famously taught, who persecute you. Not easy, but your good will triumph over others' evil, just as love will, at the end of the day, overcome hate. It may take huge restraint, resistance and resilience, but envy can be overcome with consistently being good towards others and not let our natural reaction and be retaliatory to others. It's not easy, admittedly, but it is worth it in the end. So there we go, three takeaways to help overcome the deadly sin of envy, both in ourselves and in others. And it's worth pondering on these things as we turn now to a time of prayer. And so we come to our time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and serving at home, and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we're awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. 
You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace, and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones we care for. And in whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we are, the 14th of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. The second of seven episodes in a series looking at the seven deadly sins. Number two, envy. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. There's so much more to these seven deadly sins than I can really do justice in the 15 to 20 minutes or so that I allocate to each episode of this podcast. Why not Google them for yourself or search on YouTube? And of course, BibleHub.com is open to all, not just to Padres. So do look up these scriptures I mentioned for yourself and take a look. My thanks to Trooper King for his reading and for his enthusiasm for all aspects of his training here in Bovington. And I wish him well when he gets to his regiment, which is soon enough. The third episode in our series of the Seven Deadly Sins will be all about sin number three, anger. But you're going to have to wait until after a brief summer break from the Padres podcast, which returns at the beginning of September. If you follow Padres podcast on Spotify or subscribe on your podcast platform, then each episode will be there waiting for you when it's published fortnightly on Fridays and you'll get a notification on your mobile. If you've missed any previous episodes of the Padres podcast, well, you can always go back and listen to them at any time of your choosing. And perhaps the summer break is a good time to do so. They're all there waiting for you, short and sweet and full of encouragement and hope. Until next time, after a summer break, I'm going to finish this episode with words from Psalm 37, read for us earlier by Trooper King. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him to help you to do it, and he will. Your innocence will be clear to everyone. He will vindicate you with the blazing light of justice shining down as from the noonday sun. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him to act. Don't be envious of evil men who prosper. Well, there's wisdom in the words of this psalm. And a bit of summer leave is a great time to rest in the Lord, as King David suggests. I look forward to being back in the saddle, publishing the Padres podcast again in September. And I hope you too will find a bit of time for some rest over the summer period. It's an immense privilege, is it not, to serve in the British Army. 
And we need to be in good spiritual condition as well as in good physical condition to do so. As PTIs and Padres will both tell you, rest is an integral part as for your body as well as for your soul. So, yep, rest in the Lord. And let's hit the post-summer leave, fighting fit spiritually as well as physically. Now, in the meantime, I need to look at my own heart and make sure that there are no embers of envy lurking in me, which remain unquenched. And how about you? Until next time, this is Padre Matt, and this is the Padres Podcast.